Welcome to another splendid edition of TCU Does CFG, the semi-exclusive podcast uh, just for Coaching for Geeks. And if you have stumbled across a podcast and you are not a member of Coaching for Geeks, go and check it out. You can find it on Facebook and it has a brand new, funky, awesome website as well. But today we're talking about how you release your podcast. So if you've read the post in the Facebook group, you'll have seen that asked you the question of of which you prefer, which do you think is best? Do you prefer seasonal, sporadic, or consistent? So the the simple way that I would break these down is is seasonal. You'll be recording your podcast and releasing it in chunks. So you might do three months or a month off, and then three months or a month off, or, you know, along those lines. Consistent, essentially, you're not stopping. So maybe you're releasing one podcast every week forever. And then obviously you've got your sporadic ones, which is just as and when. And they're the three real only ways to to release your podcast. Now, yes, you can release them on different dates and you can release them weekly or fortnightly or monthly or daily or whatever. But they're always going to fall into one of those three categories. And there's pluses and minus for all three. And you need to work out which is best for you because a lot of podcasting, yes, we need to work out what's right for our our listeners. Yes, we need to think about what's going to get us the most engagement, the most listens, the, the, you know, reaching the end goal that we desire from our podcast. But there's no point having those mammoth number of listeners if you're not enjoying it or if it's just making your life too hard, or if it's making you miserable. So you also need to take into consideration massively what's right for you. So the pluses and minuses. So for me, when you're doing a seasonal podcast, it's it's really intensive. It's really intense for that period of time. So I'm going to use the example of the instructor podcast, which is one I run for driving instructors. Now I've fallen into a nice little groove. Now I've I've played around with it. I've worked out what works for me. Four months on, two months off. So I'll do March, April, May, June, and then I'll have off uh, July and August, and I'm back for September, October, November, December. And that's how I'm going to roll it. Because what I find is when I'm doing it for that that season, that four months, I'm all in. I'm, I'm really all in. It, it's quite intense. I, I find it difficult to step back. And the reason for that is because of what I want to achieve from it. The One of the big things I want to achieve from it is, is uh, an income. So because I've got this monetary attachment, I think it almost makes me work harder. It's like makes me strive harder because that's a goal that I'm after. So if I did that consistently, I'd be screwed. I'd have no time for anything. So putting it on a seasonal basis means I get a, a two-month break where I don't have to worry about it. And I find that works really well for that. So that's how it works for me. The advantage for the listeners is that they can use that two-month break to go through your back catalogue. Because not everyone's going to listen to every episode. They just won't. So you might release 25 episodes in a season. And even your most diehard of listeners might only listen to 20 of them. But you have that two-season break, uh, sorry, two-month break, they might go back and check out the stuff they've missed. So it's a real big advantage. Plus, sometimes you don't know what you've got till it's gone. And when that podcast 
if you, if you, here's an example actually um the only podcasts that i've ever listened to from the start of the podcast being released all the way through and still listen to to this day is the evolution of horror and every time they go on a season break in between seasons i'm genuinely good i'm genuinely good i want them to come back straight away so it creates that oh no they're finished and then you're itching for them to come back so there's definitely some positives there the negatives well you can be forgotten about you really can be forgotten about because if you go away for two months and then that that listener goes and finds another podcast another similar one that's on during that time maybe they haven't got time to come back maybe you have to win that listener back maybe that they've found a better one you know whatever the the situation may be you could potentially lose customers another negative it will affect your numbers so again i'm i will give you a, a rough idea of my numbers here so the instructor podcast it finished in december last year season two i had january and february off my numbers dropped by 50 percent immediately throughout January and February. So when you're looking at your listeners, your downloads, your stats, all that kind of stuff, your numbers will drop significantly. So you can see there there's, there's, there's pluses and there's minuses for you and the listener. The same when you do uh, consistent episodes. So if you aim to do one episode a week or uh, a daily episode, Monday to Friday, or whatever it might be, the... The biggest wins there for me are, well, is the consistency because people will get more chance to see you. You know, if I'm doing that instructor podcast over a four-month period, so eight months a year, but you're doing it every day of the year, it's going to be easier for them to discover you. And when they look at your back catalogue and they go, wow, 642 episodes, that's mental it's easier to draw them in in that sense you know it makes you look more impressive you know you doing an episode every day for a year would be 365 episodes whereas i might do 60 in that time so you look at those two podcasts they've both been running the same length of time but the one that's done it daily all of a sudden looks a lot more impressive in that sense so again positive there for the consistency you'll get better quicker as well because you're practicing more you'll get more reliable stats you'll be able to see the days where most people listen you'll be able to see the episodes that most people listen because you'll have that quantifiable data earlier so again all these um, positives for being a uh, consistent. And again, that doesn't have to be consistent daily. It could be consistent weekly with, with no breaks. More reliable data in that situation is massive. The negative, I think the biggest negative here is you can wear people out. So the biggest negative for the audience is you can wear people out. I think that if you release a podcast every day or you release a podcast every week, people are gonna get tired of that at some point they really are as i said i've been listening to podcasts for over a decade i'm a huge podcast fan but there's only one that i've listened to consistently throughout the period without barely skipping an episode and even then as i said when they go on the mid-season break i go back and catch them up so you can wear people out and you may find that people listen to less of your episodes. They may still listen, but they'll really pick and choose which ones they listen to. So 
again, there's a risk of wearing out your audience. There's also the risk of wearing out yourself. Sometimes if you're under a lot of stress or you're putting your a lot of pressure on your podcast, if you don't take a break from that, you're going to get knackered pretty quick. You need to be a certain type of person to be able to do a podcast every day or every week consistently. I wouldn't commit to that. I couldn't do that. So, yeah, that would be a, a big challenge to do that. But, again, the rewards are there. You are going to get a bigger source of data, and you are going to potentially reach more listeners, reach a bigger audience. Then you've got sporadic, sporadic episodes. And, again, the, the benefits to both. If you are doing sporadic episodes, that's probably the easiest one to do because you can just do them as and when you want, whenever something takes your fancy or whenever you've got something to share. To me, that seems like the most uh, stress-free way to release a podcast for the for the host. Just do it as and when. That seems like the biggest kind of positive. The negative is that you're not going to get anywhere near as much data. You're not going to reach anywhere near as many people. If that's your target, you're not going to reach anywhere near as many people. And on the flip side with the audience, again, how will they know when to find you? Like if you're releasing an episode every Monday, they will know every Monday to go out and check for whatever your podcast is. When I do the Instructor Podcast, I put it on a Sunday and I call it the Instructor Podcast Sunday. It's Sunday. That means it's Instructor Podcast time. When I do Decapod, Decapod Tuesday. You know, it's I tie it in with the days they're released so that... It, it drums it into people. Oh, it's this day. This is getting released. But if you're releasing it sporadically, then people won't know when to go for it. They will rely on you telling them, and they're not going to see you telling them all the time. So, again, you're going to struggle a lot more for numbers there. You're going to reach less people, and you're going to get less data. So, you can see there's pros and cons to each, and what you need to do is work out which one is right for you. Keywords, for you. doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. You can trial different ones, or you can just decide. Now, one of the ways, or the biggest way I think to decide, is to decide what your outcome is, what your podcast is for. Think right back to when we first started doing the uh, the Terry Tuesdays, uh, the TCU Does CFG podcast. We spoke about what's your reason for a podcast, why are you releasing one? So that's what's going to help you decide. So if you're releasing a podcast purely to get information out to your client base already, so let's say that you've got um, a client base and you want just to give them random courses or random bits of information or random tips or whatever, then sporadic might be brilliant because your goal isn't to grow an audience. Your goal is to give content to your existing audience. So if you've got a Facebook group with a thousand people in and you just want to give them a different way of interacting you or listening to you, sporadic might be brilliant. Oh, I've got this new post all around um, the donkey sanctuary. You can find it here and then throw it up in your in your guides, in your Facebook group or whatever. So if you're not aiming to grow it, sporadic might be a brilliant option there. If you are if you have a business that you are aiming to grow or that you are looking to monetize, then I would probably suggest not using sporadic and either going for seasonal 
are consistent. But again, that then falls down to what you want from the podcast and how you are capable of doing it. Are you capable of consistently delivering? Because here's the thing. The thing you don't want to do is say, I'm going to release a podcast every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of the week, and then missing a week. Because all of a sudden, that that's, it's a lack of trust. It's a lack of faith. It's like, where's my podcast this week? Whereas if you make it seasonal, you can do that. So you can see there's a whole host of things. So what you need to do is take a step back, look at your current podcast, look at your current podcast, is it working? Is it causing me stress? Is it beneficial to me? Is it right for the goal that I want? And then adapt accordingly. Or if you've got a new podcast, hopefully you can do it before you start. So I hope you found this useful, as always, and uh, I wish you a very merry Terry Tuesday and have a smashing week.